everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, your host, along with Tracy Holt Squad. We're here to talk about how we buy and sell real estate right here in the upstate and how you can get involved, whether you're a passive investor or a active investor. If you're an active investor and you don't have any money, then you may want to attend our $99 wholesale seminar coming up on August the 19th. We're going to teach you how to make money in real estate without using your cash credit or taking any risk. I'm going to teach it, and by the end of that morning, not only am I not going to try to sell you anything more, I'm going to actually give you the knowledge and the tools to buy and sell real estate and make a lot of money without taking any risk. So go to jasondiller.com to sign up for that. Um, Tracy is here to ask answer all my questions. I'm, I may just an- ask you a bunch of questions. I don't know. I mean, we've been a doing Q&A this for session? a while. Somebody asked us how many, how many years we've been doing this. It's like 10 years, isn't it? Forgot. Well, they all run I, together. You and I met in November of 06. So it is not far from November of 07. So we've only known each other 11 years. And I don't think I did the radio program with you for the first two or three years. A couple of years at least. So we've but been, I've been doing the radio, a radio show for two, 10, 11 years. Yeah, at least. Yeah. So, and it's worked. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good way to get your, um, name out there I, I forgot my name for a minute i couldn't remember how in the world do you do that after 10 years you, f- you forget stuff easier well that's true it's easier forgetting than I mean, it you is know, remembering sometimes and the and the longer we're on the program um you know a lot of the listeners the folks that do business with us some listen and just after once or twice they give us a call and they want to do business with us and some that we've met recently and actually are doing business with us, have listened for years before they decided to call and do business with us. So if you're wondering what we do, and I know sometimes we sound like a couple of clowns because we really are, but if you're wondering what we do and you're interested in lending money or you know us managing your property, what else do we do? We buy real estate. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we buy, buy stuff. real estate. We'll, we actually list some stuff. I don't personally list stuff unless it's a larger transaction. So if you're out there and you're going, well, I got this apartment building, I got this flex space, I've got this land and I inherited it, or maybe it's making plenty of money, but it could be making me more money. That's what I specialize in. I will list a property that somebody may want to trade. Yeah, more sale. More commercial than single. You're sure. not going to do a single family. Sure. Or we'll buy either one. Just give us a call, 864-444. List it or buy it. 7650. Yeah, we'll buy it. We'll buy office. We'll buy land. Um, we're in the process right now of developing some subdivision, some subdivision, a subdivision. Um, we're building houses. That's actually, you're correct, some subdivisions, because we're doing more than one. We're not doing more than one. Yeah, we are. We're, we're done forgetting. with one, and we're doing another. Am I forgetting what we're doing? Yes, you are. It's hard for me to keep up with what we're doing. I know. That's why it takes a team. It takes a village to raise the real estate. It's easier for you because you're (laughs) not doing as much as I'm doing. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I try to do very little if I can get away with it. That's that's my motto. So how's everything down at the lake? It's going great. So you got your house refinanced? Yes. Okay, so you paid your lender back, and now you have a bank that's a lender. That's correct. Paid off the private source, and that was a couple of months ago. And so, you sold the house in Easley. Did sell the house. That's correct. Never had a bank loan on that one. No, that had a private uh, IRA loan the so whole time. It never had a bank loan and it never had a kitchen. Correct. Until you sold it. 
Yeah, it got the full kitchen. It had a partial kitchen. It didn't have a fully functioning kitchen. You could walk in and you could see where the dishes were that didn't get used, by the way, because you had nothing to cook on to put the food on to eat it off of, if that makes sense. And you could see what little groceries you had because there, there were no doors on the cabinets. Have you ever calculated what you were spending I really don't want to know. having a kitchen I really, for that two and a half year period? No, I don't want to know. Just like I don't want to know why I'm still spending money out to eat when I now have a full kitchen. Yeah, I thought Chrissy was going to just cook all the time. Yeah. Where's the cricket button? So you got a house that you used to live in that you don't own no more that had a private loan on it. Correct. And you paid that off, made some money, and now you've in the new house that's at the lake. You bought it with a private lender's money, but then refinanced with the bank because banks charge less a month than our private lenders make. By the way, if you want to invest a hundred grand and make eight percent, we're looking for that right now, and eight percent is more than what a bank lends at. So on our houses that we're keeping for a long, long time that we live in, it makes sense to go to the bank and borrow the money. But um, friends don't let friends do business with banks when they're real estate investors. Uh, You know, you stay off the carpet at the bank. You stay on the tile. You go in, make your withdrawal, make your deposit, leave. Because it makes way more sense to borrow money from people. Because people are flexible. Banks have a box that you have to fit into before they'll lend you the money. And they want things like, um, what's that thing called? Um, two Cri- words. Appraisal? Credit report. Um, no, no. The other two words starts it starts with a D. Um, d- uh, d- 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 um, Debt-to-income ratio? No, no. They, they want that, that, that chunk of money. They oh, want down you, payment. Yeah, they want you to make a down payment. Oh, yeah. I uh, yeah. don't do that. I, I'd almost forgotten what. Nah. That meant because yeah. we don't normally make down payments, but the bank wants you to make a down payment and they want you to get an appraisal and they want you to make a payment every month and they want you to um, sign here and press hard. There's three copies and they want you to guarantee this and cross collateralize that and they want you to get um, all kind of stuff that isn't necessary. They want your grade school attendance record, mm-hmm. blood type. Yeah. Your first report card. Yep. That, you know, who knows what your mama did with that? It's probably up in the attic somewhere. When when you can go to the bank and borrow eighty thousand on a house that you're paying a hundred for, that you're going to fix up, that needs twenty in work, and you still need forty grand to get the work done, or I can go borrow a hundred and twenty from an individual and pay them eight percent. I would rather pay the individual eight percent for all the money to do the entire rehab and purchase then scrape up the down payment. Yeah, you know, in the long run, looking at the big picture, depending on the length of time of the loan, it costs more for the investor doing the private borrowing. But you factor in all those things you said, all the hoops you don't have to jump through. The You know, we're giving an individual a very, very competitive return that they probably can't get in the marketplace without a lot of work. I did a calculation one time. I got out my abacus. I bet you and did, did a calculation on borrowing money from a bank versus borrowing money from private investors. It's, it's about break a break-even. E- the break-even point is about 3.7 months. 3.7 months is where you break even. So it's cheaper to borrow money at 8% from a bank, from a person, for, for the, the first, first 3.7 months. Right. And then after that is when it flips. And it gets less expensive using the bank. And the reason is the individual doesn't necessarily charge points and a fee and we don't have to buy the appraisal and 
things like that so that those expenses we don't have to pay so we're willing to pay more for the money from the individual so if you're interested in lending us money and learning how you can lend us more money we're always looking for investors even out of their retirement accounts we have a need right now for 100 grand on houses that we're building um, these houses are selling for about 160 it and up and it's an eight percent return on your money so go to jasondillard.com to learn more about how we borrow money from individuals if you just tuned in we are going to show people that don't have any money how to make money in real estate we're going to have a on august the 19th we're having a 99 dollars wholesale seminar coming up and it costs 99 bucks when you get there you you can spend nothing because we're not going to take any more money from you i'm just going to show you how to make money in real estate without using your cash credit or taking any risk um it's really cool it's a really cool way to make some money. As a matter of fact, when I learned how to do what I'm going to teach, I quit working for anybody else. So this is something that can really change your entire outlook on investing in real estate. So if you're interested in signing up for the wholesale seminar, that's only $99. Go to jasondillard.com to sign up for that. Or if you got to call me, you can call me. My phone number is 864-444-7650. But we really need houses is what we really need. And you'll actually answer the phone. I'll, if you call me and, and hit the right buttons, I'll answer the yeah. phone. Yeah. So, But what we really need is houses. Why do we need more houses? That's how we eat. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about why we need houses and what type of houses we need when we return. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house fast, give me a call at 864-444-7650. You might actually some of our see some of our billboards around town. We're trying billboards for the first time. We got five of them. You know how many billboards we have, Tracy? Five of them? Five. Five of them. That's that's one of my favorite movies. This is a line from one of my favorite movies, Unforgiven. How many men you done killed? I killed five of them. One came at me with a knife. Well, it was probably real life. And then you found out later that he didn't kill nobody. I mean, it wasn't a true story or anything, but it was modeled after probably stuff it, that really happened in real life back in know, the he Wild Wild West. He didn't kill nobody. He didn't really. He just made it he up. Just, he was really he was trying, lying. He was lying. He was trying to be cool. Oh, I see. And then when he actually did kill somebody, he didn't want to be involved in that killing no more. I ain't going into more killings. You can have my half. He really just liked being a bully. Making people think he was going to do something when he really wouldn't. He just wanted that $1,000. And he didn't want to split it three ways. He wanted to split it two ways. He wanted Will Money to go with him. Because Will Money, was, Clint Eastwood, had to go with him because he was the mean one. You know, if, if you ever needed a, a partner in a killing, um, Will Money would be the best, meaning yeah. the worst, of course. Well, speaking of money, I was talking to one of our lenders this week, and I was describing to him how to get somewhere to... A, uh, a law firm we use and he said oh right there where such and such a building is and I said remember you got a couple more years on me I said I have no idea what you're talking about that building's not called that anymore and so he said oh yeah well I remember back when I was a little bitty boy in the early 50s when I would go with my daddy and work and he would make a quarter a day running the parking lot I said, man, he was rolling in the money back then, wasn't he? said, no, that's why I had to go work, too, <laughs> when I was what building? a little bitty boy. C.W. Wilson, something other. It's the Joel Bieber building now. And it's if not even the, you're her. And it's not even the Joel Bieber, Bieber. That's a mouthful. It's not even the Joel 
Bieber. Bieber. If you're hurt. What's that singer's name? Hey, Bieber. You know what Justin. I did with that? You know what I did it's with that? It's not money? even the Justin Bieber building anymore. Do you know what I did with that? You money? spent it on I candy did. instead of singing lessons. I, know, I didn't get singing lessons. You know, I told you that's why I sit on the front row at church, so nobody else can hear you. But the bad part but, is, but everybody can lo- see my bald head. <laughs> you think about it. So you wrote my building story. The whole building. You see how this works? Seeing my bald head. I had, a, I had a, I had a momentum going here. What was the momentum? I have no idea. Really, it was something to do with money. One of our lenders was yeah. older than you. A quarter a day. Yeah. That's I mean, a dollar that's a dollar twenty five a week. Yeah. If you work five days. He worked a quarter a day. Whew. Well, that's what ha- happens with inflation. Man. I mean, right like right now, if you got money in a CD or something. But you realize when that was keeping up with inflation. That was fifties. That was the early fifties, so it was almost seventy no. How many years ago was that? Oh, dude, I didn't even get my PhD. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, a long my, time ago. My mom said that, tell the story, my mom said she would take a, what would she do? She would go get a, to go to get a dime or a nickel and go up to the store and get a pack of crackers and a Coke. Yeah. And come go home the, with a penny. Go to the movies, like for, yeah, go to the movies yeah. for a dime. You, get, you go, go to town with a dime. Go to the movies, get a pack of crackers and a coat, and come home with a penny or something like that. Wow. I'm probably telling that story wrong. Probably. Now, if you you know where you see pennies now, if you see a penny, pick it up, and all day long you'll have one yeah. cent. Yeah. But you know where we see pennies. I, I talk about this all the time. If you go in a nice area, in one of our nicer areas, nicer houses, look around. You won't see any money on the floor. There'll be no pennies, no dimes, no nickels. You go into some low end junky not so great area looking at a house there'll be money laying in the floor everywhere yeah it's like the poor people won't bend over and pick up a penny if i see a penny i'm bent over it must and that's be, a long way down for me it must be a sign because you know i picked up a penny laying on the ground this week by my car and it doesn't matter to me if it's on heads or tails uh-uh, it's still it, a penny it spins the ones on hell tail hells tails <laughs> heads or tails the ones on heads or tails spin yeah you know where mine goes it in goes a jar? In my, no, it goes in my little arm. Y'all can't see what I'm doing, but it goes in my little armrest in my door. Well, that slows your car down. Well, that's not. Yeah, you're right. You put a bunch of weight in that thing, it's going to pull, too. It'll pull to the left or the right, depending yeah, on which side the, you Yeah, in. that's the not as fast car, though. Do you do you put, you don't save money into the. In the race car? I say save money. <laughs> you invest money into the car, but you don't have any. There's money. no actual change in the race racing car, no. I mean, it's almost like the young people don't care for hard money. All they want is soft money. Yeah, that's, I got a card. I can just swipe it, which, I mean, I'm just guilty of that. But I do collect change if I see it on the ground. I will I will bend over, pick up a penny or a nickel or a quarter, whatever. So yeah. the, are you winning at the race? I didn't hear about Did you get the race last week? Uh, I, no. I got two two passes, and it started raining. Or you, or did, but I got a rain pass. So if they call it for weather, your your ticket's good for the following two a, weeks. A rain pass, that's like a rain check, basically. Yeah, you know, a rain check is how I use to describe what wholesaling's like. Really? Yeah, that's how I explain it to everybody. Just think about it. If you if if you're an investor and you're making offers to buy houses, it's kind of like having a rain pass. Okay, so what did you pay for that rain pass? Eight dollars. Okay, and you spent eight whole dollars on it. I spent eight whole dollars, and I only got to race twice instead of ten or twelve or fifteen or twenty and times. Can you transfer that pass to somebody else? Is that uh, rain pass transferable? 
As a matter of fact, it probably is because they'll have no idea. It doesn't have a name attached to it or a car. It's just a... It's, so I could go down there with my F-150 and race it with that, could, that same pass. Yeah. I could sell you that pass for $5. Okay. And you could go down there and race. And you're talking about the Greer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, who's the most famousest race car drag racer guy? There's there's a number of people that have been racing there for decades. Who's the, who's the most popular? Multiple. I, I that could, never comes that might come. It never comes. It might come. Yeah, never comes to the race, but he's he might be coming this next time. Name somebody. Uh, Scotty Cannon. Okay, Scotty's coming. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, they're not giving any more passes because everybody wants to race against Scotty. So Scotty's coming, and you've got the rain pass that says you can come. And everybody and their brother wants to go and race Scotty, or at least be down on the track with him. Now, how much is that rain pass worth? more yeah do you have to sell the rain pass i don't have to okay i might just use it myself you could i could right and you paid eight dollars for it correct okay so you got eight dollars and you might lose eight dollars if you never yeah, use yeah it. if i don't if i get sick don't go i lost eight bucks okay but if scotty's cannon's coming it might be worth what 20 bucks if nobody can get in any other way yeah sure sure yeah, yeah. so that's wholesaling whoa slow down that's i see it. where you're going with this it. it's exactly the same only different it's just like it, but different. Yeah, it's the same exactly, except instead of racing, I normally use a bicycle. Normally, that's what I normally use. I, I don't I, use a when I when I'm explaining it. I normally use a bicycle. Is how I explain it. I hope I can follow this. I'm not. I'm. I'm a little slow. Okay, so like, so like, can you, know, you dumb this down for me a little bit? Well, when you put a house under contract, and it's got an inspection contingency in it, it you don't have to use. You don't have to buy the house. Right. If it doesn't, if the inspections shed light on things you weren't aware of, mm-hmm. then so you don't that's have to your, go to the race. That's your out. You don't have to go to the race. No, I don't have to. Don't tell my wife that though. But if you want to sell that and for twenty bucks and make twelve dollars, you can just sell it for twenty bucks and not go to the race too. Well, if you have a house under contract, you don't have to buy it until you release the contingencies, so you don't have anything to lose. And if you give that contract to somebody else, you can charge them for it. So you can charge whatever you want to charge because you have a house under contract for less than another investor was willing to pay for it. Now, the example I gave is $8 to $20 because Scotty Cannon's coming, but it may be that you made an offer on a house that needs remodeling and you've got the um, Knowledge to know how much to offer and how much it's going to cost to get it fixed up and what it might be worth fixed up. And you now control that house, even though you don't own it yet. Control. Sorry. So that's, that's exactly how. I normally, I normally use the like skateboard or the something. So we've gone from race cars to bicycles to skateboard. Yeah, the skateboard example is like you go down, the, go down a great escape or something. Okay. And, you, and you're going to get a skateboard. And you get there. And is my that, hair hanging down in front of my eyes? Yeah, you're well, flopping. I got to do the flip. You're, you're flipping and flopping. Okay. And you, there's this cool skateboard for $200, and you go in to buy it, and they don't have it in stock. They just sold out. And they say, well, here's a rain check. So they gave you the right to buy that skateboard for $200 when it comes in. The right to buy something they don't have right now. Yeah. And then Tony Hawk does the quadruple super-duper trick thing on the X Games on that skateboard and he endorses that skateboard that is the skateboard of all skateboards 
it can make make you magically perform all those same tricks yeah. by just even though being Tony on it. is like ninety five years old. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I, say I, you still? know, it shows my I don't know who the famous skateboarder dude is now. Yeah. So you go stand out in front of Great Escape and people are out lined up buying the skateboard and they've already raised the price up to five hundred dollars. And it was two hundred dollars last week. Ah, I see where you're going with this. So you could stand out in front of them and say, Hey, who wants to buy this rain check? It gives you the right to buy it for two hundred. I'll sell it to you for a hundred. So you get paid a hundred dollars to not buy the skateboard. I like that analogy because that, that 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 sunk in that time. Yeah, so that's wholesaling. That's how you wholesale houses. You get paid not to buy the house. Yeah. That you have control of. And we do that ourselves. We buy them from wholesalers. So we pay people to buy them out of their contract, basically. And we sell our position in our contracts and make money now by not buying something for that buyer to have the potential of making the same or more later. And the coolest part about wholesaling is it's not not risky and it don't take any cash hardly to do it. Now, it takes work. So just have a disclaimer. If you think you're going to come to the $99 Wholesale Seminar on August the 19th by signing up at jasondiller.com and getting your breakfast for $99 and leaving there. You're not going to walk out and, a gazillionaire. And, and at 1 o'clock, you're gonna fl- it's going to be like flipping a switch, and you're going to just be wealthy. Skirt. <laughs> it, it ain't going to happen. No, it still takes work. It's a lot of work. The, the process of how it happens is easy to describe on the air, and it's easy to accomplish in real life. You know, I mean, I used the $100 bill example I probably got from you years ago. You know, I got a $50 bill I'll sell for $100. How many do you want? I mean, it's not torn or anything. And the whole world should raise their hand. Who wouldn't buy a $100 bill for 50 bucks? I'll buy truckloads of them if you got them. As many as you can get. Yeah. And you don't even have to have any money to buy it. You can go borrow the money from somebody else to buy it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'll pay somebody 60 bucks to let me buy this $100 bill for 50 Exactly. So that's exactly what I was talking about. So if you're interested in coming to the $99 Wholesale Seminar, go to jasondillard.com to sign up. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. We're also going to talk about how you can use your retirement accounts to do the same transactions we're talking about. So instead of having that skateboard in your name, you'd have had a skateboard in your retirement account. I don't know, your retirement account can't skate, but that's kind of how it works. So go to jasondillard.com. Coming up on the next break, now will be a great time to think about calling me one day, 444-7650. We'll be back. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 444-7650. Call 444-7650 if you're tired. Tenants, toilets, and trash. You could call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house quickly or any type of property, give me a call 864 444 7650. I'm a real estate broker here in the upstate, but I don't necessarily list single family houses. We're looking for opportunities to buy bigger and bigger things. We're developing subdivisions, buying offices. Um, subdivisions, uh, apartment buildings. So if you've got something you want to sell or you think that it might be time to trade, um, give me an opportunity to talk to you about how we can help you with that. Again, my phone number is 864-444-7650. One of the transactions that we're working on right now, Tracy is help trying to help me do it, 
Um, we're trying to buy a 62-unit apartment building in a, in a town down in the southern part of the state. And um, the bank wanted us to send us send them their financials. And I tried to get Tracy to do it for days and days and days and days and days. And then I gave him a deadline, and I put it on the calendar. And the deadline was like two days ago, and I think finally he did it, like today or something. So um, I'm just calling you out, man, because I, I don't understand how we're going to get along. Sometimes I need a call out. I mean, I, so I told you I needed it done. I was you know, busy, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like the honey-do list. I was just busy. Because, was, yeah. Just because the husband says he's going to get around to it, no I mean you have to bug him every six months about it. Exactly. Just because if a man says he's going to do something, you don't have to remind him every six months. Yeah. You're going to do it. Yeah. It's on the list. You ask Chrissy if you know, she reminds me of something. It's on the list. Now, the cool part about this transaction is we're going to, we're trying, we're, we think we're about to sell something and we're going to take a in 1031 exchange into another property. Whoa, this so, is getting convoluted. That's called a tax-deferred 1031 exchange, just where you have to take your cash forward into another property of like kind, and you, then you have to carry forward the debt. So you have to l- go into another property with the same debt or more, and then it avoids a capital gain. So instead of having to pay the government the profit on what you made on the last property, you can take your profit into the next property without paying tax. And um, I'm from, uh, I went to Clemson and everything, but I figured it out. If I don't pay tax, I get to keep more money. I mean, I, I, I mean it, it took me a minute or two to figure that out. But if you, like, if, if you make a dollar and the government takes 30 cents of it, then you only have 70 cents. Right. And then when you go to buy something with your 70 cents, it better not be a dollar's worth of something. No, because you don't have a dollar. You only have 70 cents. Right, but if you take something. As a matter of fact, you got to buy something for about 65 cents because there's going to be more tax on that that's going to cost you the 70 cents. Man, this is getting depressing. But anyway, what's exciting is if we, we can 1031 into this next property, and I can tell you something else that's kind of cool about it. The sellers have a mortgage that they've been paying on a while, and I wrote the offer to just take over their mortgage. So instead of us going to the bank and borrowing new money, we're just going to take over their mortgage. We're borrowing the same old money. We're borrowing the same old money that they borrowed already. It's called a wraparound mortgage. So actually what we're doing is we're doing a 1031 tax-deferred exchange into a wraparound mortgage on a 62-unit apartment building that's value-add. So the value-add is... We're going to spend some money on it and make it worth more money. So that's the kind of stuff I've been working on while you're piddling around with these these uh, little houses we're building and yeah and that little that the little subdivision yeah these little just little old subdivisions so just, you know and the reason I'm bringing that up is I'm going to need about a half million bucks to get this property turned around. So, okay, so you going to you want to put in the half million? Yeah, sure. I'll scrape that up this afternoon. Okay. Well, it's settled in. But if you're somebody else out there that wants to bid against Tracy for the half a million dollar investment. Yeah, what kind of of rate are you offering me? Uh, I can probably pay. Well, it depends. How long do you want the money out and all that good stuff? Okay. It's not really an easy one-line answer. No, let's say you want want to make a lot of money over a long period of time. Game show answer. 
and not get any payments in the meantime, or do you want a payment every month? No, what do you want? I don't need payments. You As a matter of fact, payment. I might even use my IRA, and I'm not I'm not even due to retire for like 15 more years. Probably pay 12% then. Probably get you a 12% return. Am That's I, five grand a month. Am I getting a first mortgage? No, 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 no. Remember the mortgage we're taking over. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're going to have to help us out. You're going to have to, you know, you might get a second mortgage or we might have to, well, you know, we could give you a first mortgage, but it, it might be on a different property. That's that's even more complicated. Oh, my goodness. You're blowing my mind. So, but no, it wouldn't be a first. Cause I just checked the, my app on my phone. I don't even have the 500. Do you think one of our listeners would do this? I don't know. Maybe somebody should call at 864-444-7650. And we can get that money that they have making more money. You know what's really cool about this deal? Guess how much the payment, how much of the payment is principal that we're taking over? More of it is principal than the interest, I bet. About 85% of the payment is principal. Um, That's pretty good. So, like, if you go out and borrow money from a bank... And you get a, a regular mortgage. Right, brand new money. And now this happens to be like a 20-year mortgage. Okay. Well, but it's we been can paid on for a while. So you go and you pay 1000 a month on the payment. It's and about 990 in interest. Yeah, about 900 and something's <laughs> interest. And, and then the rest of it's principal. Well, then it takes about six or seven years on a... No, it takes about eight or nine years on a 20-year. It depends on the rate and the, and the t- length of the loan. But just generically speaking... It takes half of the life of the loan. Before you're paying half principal and half interest. Yeah, before it before it flip-flops. Yeah. But in this particular transaction, because of the financing situation that I've placed myself into, we're going to have a lot more principal from the beginning. So we've, we've done transactions like this over the years. You know, we, we, you talk to a lot of sellers, and, you know, the cookie-cutter easy-peasy is just all cash right now, big enough discount for it to make sense. But some properties, the property and the price isn't really what drives the transaction. You would like this property. It's the financing either already in place or the financing the seller's willing to give. And you know what was cool about it? It's got the kind of curtains you like. They're plywood. Yeah, on yeah. the outside. And they got all streaks down on like they've been rained on about 8,000 yeah, times. Waffly, kind of waffly, kind of yeah. wobbly, kind of. As a matter of fact, if you try real hard, you could probably walk up and punch your hand through it. No, that hadn't been that long. Oh, okay. Because I had to get inside of them. Did you climb in the windows? I had to get the maintenance guy to take the plywood curtains off. With a, with a drill gun? Yeah, with a gun. You know, I was telling somebody a story recently that uh, one of the properties we bought, I got caught breaking and entering. Yeah, was yeah. in the act. Yeah. I told the officer, this is not what this looks like. Yeah. We have permission, I promise. You want to call him? But, and, and it was fine. Well, so. the property manager and the maintenance guy was there. Yeah. So I just said, I want to go in that one. Well, you open that one up, and they said, get the drill gun out. You know, get the DeWalt. You know, it takes a DeWalt to get in. They don't have keys no more. It's even the door. The board, the door that's probably not even there was boarded up. The door opening. The, yeah, the door opening was boarded and painted. The One of the reasons that the the, the um, plywood has maintained its longevity. Yeah. Because it's, it's been painted. Because it's been painted. Weatherproofed. Yeah, it's been weatherproofed. And then think about that. It's got weatherproof plywood curtains. Why in the world would an owner choose to not invest money into something they already own that will produce more income than what they invest? 
I know the answer to that question specifically on this one. Okay. Yeah. You mean to tell you Do what we it have is? time for it? Yeah. Yeah, Go we ahead. got we got time. Here's the answer. Partners. Ah, uh, there's more than one person involved in this. You know how many partners there are? Is it like five or seven? Five of them. Five. How many you done killed? Five. Ned? Five. <laughs> killed five of them. But <laughs> yeah, there's five partners and they can't agree on what to do with it. So it's kind of like sometimes we buy houses from um, siblings that inherited. And the simplest thing to do, might, the best thing to do might be to fix it up and sell it themselves and make more money. Yeah, just financially speaking, every transaction we ever do, but, it makes more sense for the person that already owns it to do what we do. But to stay sane and to stay friends with your sisters and brothers and their and their husband and wives. Yeah, you know what I always say, right? Y'all couldn't even get along when you were kids what game to play, much less decide what color to paint the walls so, in, in the grandma's house. So that's the issue with this this particular property. The partners can't decide if they want to spend more money on it or just sell it. So well, they've chosen to sell it. Well, well, they did. What it did is made them do nothing for years. You know, indecisiveness keeps you from doing anything. That sounds familiar. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't start, you can't finish. Exactly. So you, you, you know, shoot the even score. If you, even if you mess up, you can move forward, and, and then you know you messed up, and you can start over and do it, go the other direction. But this is an expensive other direction, so they just don't want to spend the money. So instead, they're just waiting and finally the pain got big enough for them to tell their property manager hey we might want to sell this thing so that's why they called us Very so good. if you're interested in helping us with that and you've got a half million dollars you want to invest my phone number is 864-444-7650 we're always looking for more investors to help us with the properties that we're buying um coming up on a break now be a great time to go to jasondillard.com to learn more about how we buy and sell and borrow money. Don't forget about the $99 wholesale seminar coming up on August the 19th. JasonDillard.com, 444-7650. We'll be right back. 94.5 WGTK, The Answer. Sick and tired of being sick and tired with type 2 diabetes? Hi, it's Dr. Dara DC from the Maximize Living Radio Show on 94.5 WGTK The Answer. Tune in today at 5 p.m. and listen to the details on a new healthcare delivery system that's a proven medication-free approach to health. Schedule an appointment now to start seeing results in as little as two weeks. Call 254-9915. Let this system give you the chance to get off your blood pressure, sleep, diabetes, and pain medications. Give us a call right now at 254-9915. 945 WGTK The Answer is looking to hire a sales coordinator. The right candidate must have exceptional computer skills in Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. And it's necessary to be extremely organized, have great oral and written communication skills, impeccable customer service skills, and be known for multitasking. Our sales coordinator must be flexible in a fast-paced, positive environment. If you love to help people and enjoy being a part of a winning team, submit your resume online today at SalemMedia.com. That's SalemMedia.com. All About Flooring is on the move again and has expanded to newer and larger facilities. That's right. We moved our tailor's operation to North Pleasantburg Drive right next to our showroom at 2111 North Pleasantburg Drive. We now have our showroom, outlet, and warehouse all together at one location. We have thousands of samples of all the latest in fashion and design of carpet, wood, ceramic, and the Pachter Luxury Vinyl in our showroom. Come see our new facilities at 2111 North Pleasantburg Drive, just down from Bilo. And remember, your your feet deserve deserve our our floors. 
Mike Gallagher sees momentum still on the side of President Trump. I was encouraging you to go out and vote in Georgia's 6th, but something else happened yesterday. There's something that I, I think is a little bit unanticipated. This has been a huge game changer for President Trump. Momentum is important. He has had a lot of wins at his face. Suddenly, he's got some wind at his back. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on 94.5 WGTK. The Answer. Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, your host, along with Tracy Holtzclaw. We buy and sell real estate here in the upstate. I've been buying since 1999. Tracy and I have been partners for over 10 years. We're always looking for opportunities to do bigger and better things. If you're interested in learning more about how we do what we do, go to jasondillard.com to learn more. Um, we're having a seminar on August the 19th that will teach you how to... 19th? The 19th? 19th that will teach you how to make money in real estate without using your cash credit or taking any risk. It's really good, man. It's kind of like, it's so good, it's like grass nerds good. That's my new good thing. Grass nerds good. Grass nerds good. Yeah, they, you know, they, they it they rained. Sp- they it, sprayed this week, right? Well, no, they were going to spray, and then when the rain came, then they had to reschedule. So you get the email, it tells you, because if they come out and spray, and it rains, it washes all the chemical away. So they're not, they're not going to just spray and then not, and then it not work. So they rescheduled and they come out when, and then they negotiate, they tell your landscaper, which I'm sure you have a landscaper, right? Do you have a grass cutter guy? I have a grass cutter guy. Well, they'll, we haven't, we haven't got so far as the landscaping part yet. So they don't, they don't come out and mess it up. So they coordinate it. And I got my little grassnerds.com sign. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't know gra- I didn't know pretty grass could be this complicated. The only problem I got now is the puppy. Oh, you're, yeah. When it pees, I bet it's killing some of my grass. It's not just that. It's the number two stuff, too. That's true. You going to go out there and scoop it up every time it goes? You better, because you're going to have some nasty-looking brown spots in your yard. Well, I'm not worried about the number two. I'm worried about the number one. Send them over to the neighbor's yard. That, this little puppy can't do that, man. <laughs> the puppy's too little. But the little puppy. You know what I say about animals. Can't live with them, can't eat them? No, well, no, not that. That's what you say about women? No. <laughs> no they're better when they're somebody else's. Well, you must. You probably like my puppy. I mean, I love pets. Don't get me wrong. You know, we got listeners. I mean, I, you know, my kids have pets, and I love pets. But I love them way better when they're somebody else's. Because they're kind of like grandkids I don't have yet. You know, you can play with them, you can love them, and then you can send them home. That's true. So, animals, they're better when they're somebody else's. I ain't scared of your dog. So what have you been working on real estate-wise? Tell me tell me what really are you doing. What do you do? If somebody came up to you and said, <laughs> what, what is your is job your description? Day, what is your day like? What do you do? Well, uh, what, what is would what you say? Oh, you want, a, you want so, an outline of my day? So you're you're like talking to your race car friends, and y'all are talking about cars. Car this, car that. Might go faster. If it's lighter, it goes faster. More power, more fire, more power. Go faster. And somebody goes, hey, Tracy, so I heard you're in real estate. What do you really do? Uh, I don't really know how to describe what I do. I'll try to be just vague enough about it where nobody really knows. But no, basically what I think I do is, you know, we're buying and selling stuff and we're developing the subdivision you talked about earlier. So I'm usually involved with the uh, lenders pretty directly on the transactions that we're doing, getting their money to actually to work. You know, because we talk about it on the air and people call us and that's a generic, abstract idea how to make your money work. So when I when, I when it comes time to really make it work, it's got to go into a real transaction. 
So it doesn't work the way I my brain thinks. No, as soon I, as I don't you just say, say it, yes, we'll borrow your money, and and it just magically happens. Yeah, somebody actually has to fill the form out or go online and point and click and. Exactly. So okay. if it's an IRA type loan, that's more work for us and our staff, which is totally fine. You know, we're happy to do it. Probably half of the money that we borrow, really right now, I bet you more than half of the money we borrow is from someone's IRA. So there's more to that process than a person lending money individually. Because if they're lending money individually, they just, you know, wire or cashier check to the attorney and they approve a note, mortgage, and poof, it's done. With the IRA, it's it's a little more, but it's still relatively easy. It's just more work. Um, so part of my job, if you want to call it a job, is keeping that moving and helping our staff, which is Samuel and you know Ashley that does the insurance stuff and you know, working with the law firms and the IRA custodians pretty much it. it takes up most of my day you know i got a really long work day you know i, I get up my start at the beginning and i finish at the end <laughs> so you're not working half days like jimmy no i don't work half days like jimmy i work half days like probably the average person yeah my dad i really he, have a part-time job he he did sockahatchee last week i'm not even full-time anymore do you realize that what do you mean you're not i mean me and your butt well you're probably more full-time than me i don't understand i'm not i mean uh, yeah, you don't know what I mean. What do you mean you don't know what I mean? I thought, why aren't you full-time? Because I'm not. I don't get it. I mean, I'm available full-time. As a matter of fact, I'm available as an owner when when it's really necessary and I'm needed, Any, you know, all the time. But my average work week, I'm I'm really part-time. What? How many hours do you have to have to be, quote, full-time? Well, the, the general consensus among most at least Americans, I don't know about the rest of the world, is, is 40 hours is an average full-time work week. Well, some I thought, people, some I people work way more. like 28 hours or something. That's probably a 32 good... 32 or something. 21, So you're, two, averaging, three. you're averaging in the 20s. I don't really keep up with it, but I'd say if I had to clock in and out, probably yes. And if Sam could understand what he's doing, you could probably work 10 hours a week. Yes, if he was fully self-sufficient didn't require my help i could work way less yes <laughs> try to be gentle with my words so what do you really do though i just described it i don't know what I mean, how, you what help else people I fill say. out forms and yeah fill out forms you know communications with the attorneys helping samuel with how he answers an email or how he composes an email because he doesn't know exactly how to ask what he needs to ask Okay, so you're writing cases. his emails for him. No, no, I didn't say that. You some dictate them. Dictation, that's right. Dictation yeah, so he's like your assistant. He is definitely my assistant. Yeah, he's the closing coordinator is his official title. We don't have a you know desk plaque or a thing on the door. Well, you have one on your desk. Uh, yeah, it says world's okayest boss. Yeah. Because I'm just okay like that. And here's what's weird is I was talking to Stephanie the other day, mm -hmm. and I'm having this conversation with her, and she says something like, well, when I talked to Tracy about this, he felt the exact opposite that you do. I don't know, and I don't know why. Well, that's because, like you've pointed out many times, I mean, two people can have differing opinions about the same subject. You know, what do you say about the CPAs? Ask one CPA this, ask another C on the one hand, yeah. ask what? another CPA on the other hand, which needs a one-handed CPA. Yeah, that's what we really need. <laughs> that's the question. You know, can I depreciate my bond for title? Yeah. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Depends. Yeah, depends on what day of the week and, and who I, you ask. I met a CPA, and he he explained to me very, very, very succinctly that you could word, use one word that would make him a lot of money. What was that one word? Ask me any question. Ask me a question, and I'll tell you the answer. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? Depends. You're going to wear depends? No, but it depends. It depends. Depends. On what? Exactly. That's exactly right. That's why you have to pay your CPA. Because you, it depends. Everything you ask them, the answer is, it depends. And it depends on what you do and how you do it and how long you did it. So there's no definitive answer if I ask you a question. If you've got a client, if you're a CPA and you have a client that you can't say, it depends, you're just doing tax preparation. You're not counseling the person towards saving a lot in taxes. See what I'm saying? It's like the cost seg we're doing right now. If if the if should we do a cost segregation? It depends. Exactly. <laughs> I well, catch you mean, on, sometimes you know, I catch on quick. Yeah, I mean, hey, what are you gonna have for lunch today? It depends. <laughs> depends on depends on where I go and what I'm hungry for. But you know, a cost segregation is very important and it can help a lot. But it won't help you one bit if you don't owe tax. Think about it. You know the cost segregation right. that we've been doing that's keeping you and I from paying as much in property or income tax what if we didn't have an income tax already yeah yeah if you don't owe a tax then there's no reason spending money on the cost seg there's no reason in your business going out and buying another you know a vehicle there's no reason in paying the property taxes that the bills come out in december that aren't technically late until january 15th the following year cost segregation study for a company that doesn't owe tax is like your wife saving money when she goes to the mall and uses her coupon. That's a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Because the coupon doesn't save you money. Because the coupon would have saved you the most money by never spending the money. That's exactly right. You save money by not spending it. You don't save money by the discount you get on something mm-hmm. that you maybe could have just now, done Now, something you're going to get anyway. Yeah. Which yeah. is everything. You're going to get everything anyway? Mm-hmm. If you're going to buy it, you are. I mean, everything? You, well, everything that you're going to buy. Not everything that exists in this entire universe. <laughs> well, in that case, I want a new hat. This is going... If I'm if I'm going to get everything, I want a new hat. My hat's go, starting to get kind of, kind of raunchy looking. Yeah, go get you a new tiger hat. I need a hat. You deserve one, man. Yeah. I might just get you one. Get me one. Yeah, I, have, I got one from Reese for Christmas, but... It's it's a summer hat. It's not a summer hat. It's a winter hat. You need a new crisp white and no, orange. Not white because it gets dirty real quick. I can't have white. White gets dirty fast. Well, it's their but colors. The one I've got, I got one for, for winter coming up. It's the same one I was wearing last winter. It's still okay. This is the summer. Same thing I wear summer socks, too. I got summer socks and I got winter socks. Oh, my goodness. Don't, don't go around wearing winter socks in the summer. I don't you have that problem. your feet off. I don't I don't have that problem, you know. Yeah. I got year-round. And don't wear summer socks in the winter. Your feet will be cold. I don't care if you are wearing boots. Their socks are for different seasons. You have to have the proper socks if you're Jason Dillard. Yeah. In the same way, you need the proper tax prep, it, you know, for doing your taxes and stuff. Exactly. And in the... In the, in the Doing what you do with what you have, depending on how long you've owned it and and how much you paid for it, and 
all that kind of stuff. This conversation's gotten really generically vague. Specifically, what were we talking about? You were talking about what you do, and it went off into the tangent of you work 20 hours a week. Yeah. If Sam could just do what he does, you would only work 10 hours a week. Exactly. Yeah. So, what did you teach me a long time ago? If you want to, if you want to, be like somebody you got to pretend you got to go ahead and pretend to yeah. be like them now yeah well, i'm pretending like i'm retired and then you'll next thing you know you'll be retired yeah if i start now you know won't be long we'll be retired yeah i want to be retired one day but i'm never gonna quit working oh no you'll probably work more ask any retired person you know most of them work more than us no i'm not gonna like, physically hey, do as anything. a matter of fact i talked to another one of our lenders this week and he's Cutting his own grass. Well, maybe it's fun for him to cut his own grass. I know. He I mean, if, you don't, if you want to make more money with your money, give me a call at 864-444-7650. Go to my website, jasondiller.com, to learn more about how we borrow money. Don't forget about the $99 wholesale seminar coming on August the 19th. And remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time.